For me, for example, I would like four Italian men to show up in dark suits with a bottle of Sambuca and just walk up to my open casket, pour a little out, and say something like, we're really going to miss you, boss. Hi, I'm Steve. For nearly 30 years, I've been a pastor and disciple maker, and what I really love doing is helping guys be better followers of Christ and better leaders at home. I'm Mark, a certified financial planner with an MBA and an Ivy League degree who wants to make sure you're making the smartest money decisions possible. And this is Abraham's Wallet. Join us weekly and create a culture in your family of multi-generational prosperity, spiritually, relationally, physically, intellectually, and financially. Run your home and your dough like a biblical boss. Hey guys, I wanted to introduce you to what is going to be a very different episode than our usual. You know, we've been talking for the past few weeks about the topic of divorce, and it's been, I think, really good content. Obviously, it has implications for how you run your home and even your money, but it's been pretty heavy. And so we thought before we move on to our regularly scheduled money and household programming that we would take a little bit of a palate cleanser. And I've been wanting to record this episode for quite a long time because I was away with a group of guys. And that is, by the way, something we recommend is go away. And whether it's your your goals summit that you do with your spouse or a trip with peers, um, sometimes getting away with people can create experiences that you wouldn't normally have. And that's what happened in this group of guys. We were sitting around, and I don't know if you've ever heard the half-baked ideas segments that the old Bill Simmons podcast used to feature about once a year, but we started kicking around our half-baked business ideas. And it was one of the most fun nights that I have had in a long time. By the end, we had probably 20 guys in a, in a circle talking about these ideas. And we said, what if we got back together and came up with some of these for the Abraham's Wallet podcast? So I wanted to just introduce this since it's a little bit different. Also, I wanted to encourage you. This is a little bit silly. And the, the primary goal of this episode is for you to have fun with us, laugh a little bit. Um, but... I do think there's the opportunity to go out and say, well, I sometimes like to kick ideas around and maybe what starts as a silly half-baked idea eventually becomes a business for your family or who knows. So I think it's a good practice, whether it's with your friends or in your family, to kick around your crazy ideas for ways you could make the world better through a business venture. It's a great way to uh, bulk up your family's Uh, financial picture and multi-generational vision. So I hope there's a little bit of application from this episode and that overall you enjoy it. I'm going to sit down with my friends, Chad and Brad, who I'll introduce once we get started and just talk through our own versions of the Half-Baked Ideas podcast. Hope you enjoy it and I'll see you next week. I'm envisioning that you guys have turned on your your Abraham's wallet, it's Wednesday morning at 5 a.m. You're getting ready for your workout and you're hoping to get some biblical financial and household wisdom and then you end up with us talking no. about goofy 
comedic ideas and you you maybe you abandon the podcast forever so i don't want that so this might be like a friday afternoon bonus i don't know i'm here today with my buddies uh brad ellis and chad masters brad is uh, a renowned woodworker he's a father uh he loves jesus he lives in kansas city Mm -hmm. and uh you may know Brad. I've actually, in the past couple weeks, I've been in a setting where somebody I was sitting with found out that I knew Brad Ellis because he's kind of famous. He runs a podcast called Ghost Runners that's uh, hilarious. And that was one of the reasons I knew Brad would be an awesome addition. So welcome yeah. to Abraham's Wallet, Brad. Thank you very much. Glad to, glad to have, glad to be here. Thanks for having us, man. I just want to give All a right. quick shout out to his podcast, Ghost Runners. I've been listening to it. You yeah. and Jake really do have an ability to make you feel like the audience is in the room. So so I, I'm one of those YouTube watchers. And I, I mean yeah. it when I say that it's so perfectly casual that I felt like I was in the room laughing with you all. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, Thank you. well, You're welcome. The guy who just who just jumped the gun and, and started talking before he was even introduced, <laughs> that's Chad Masters. And uh, I'm just going to say, you can do what you want, listener, but... If you're listening to this on audio, just hit pause, turn off the Spotify, go to YouTube because Chad is, is, um, I think what, what if you were ranked like the third most beautiful man on earth last year, something like that, (laughs) just um, behind Ryan Reynolds and and Brad Ellis. So (laughs) Chad, (laughs) that's true. Uh, Chad is also a father, um, where are you coming to us from, Chad, right now? Because you're in the middle of a move. Are you in yes. Florida or are you in Nashville? Yeah, we're currently in Lakeland, Florida, and we move in about a month. We're, we're actually going to be homeless for about three weeks before our house finishes in, um, in, uh, in Nashville. So we're excited to make the move. We're going to miss sunny Florida, but we have all of our community there. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. Big and movement. you might also, it's possible that you're listening to this and you also know Chad because Chad and his wife, Tori, have a whole podcast and YouTube empire. Uh, You guys run Mornings with the Masters. You run... uh, What what are all the projects, Chad? Yeah. I mean, there's a handful of them. Uh, There's Mornings with the Masters, which is a daily devotional podcast. That, That one's like our little baby that we're really like like proud of where um we actually we crossed over 10 million downloads which feels like we feel so thankful for that um it feels like something that feels so pure but then we also just have our 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 main channel which is tori and chad where we share share lifestyle and faith-based content and then tori has a girl talk channel called talks with tori where she just talks with women of wisdom and they talk about different life stages but also brad i had a quick question for you is is mark doing your finances uh no, not officially, but there's been huh. so many times where I'm like, I got to get Mark in there. Okay. It's weird because yeah. Tori and I have Mark doing our finances and I just wasn't sure if, if you were. Yeah. So, so he, he knows exactly how much you're making. Oh, he or knows. What, what he knows how little, how little well, we make. Yeah. <laughs> That's the next part of the intro is I'm going to go through a PL statement <laughs> for yeah. the master's family. Um, Let's uh, let's pump the brakes for a second here because we're jumping right into the half-baked ideas. And frankly, Brad and I, before you jumped on this call, we're saying there's really there's there's two different things. There's some things that are just a good idea. Mm-hmm. That's not what we're here for today. I'm not interested. Oh. I mean, 
I was driving my my daughter to school and we had to make a U-turn and she's like, dad, half-baked idea, U-turn signal. And I'm like, that's oh. not a half-baked idea. That's just a good idea. Somebody should make idea. a U-turn signal. It's baked. Um, <laughs> in order to really succeed in this forum, you're going to need some, some half-bakedness to your idea. And so... Um, yeah, I say that we wade into the, to the pool right now and, and just get started. So you get, you guys ready to do it? Yes. Let's do it, man. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to pitch you one and then I'm going to step back. But, uh, you know how, you know how, um, some rogue Russian guy that's sitting over in Moscow, he can't just yeah. wake up on the wrong side of the bed and be like, I'm going to nuke America. Right. Mm-hmm. Because we've all, we I mean, actually, Brad and I, I think, are a little older than you, Chad, but um, I think I'm probably a lot older than both of you. Uh, we, we grew up in the 80s where nuclear winter was a constant threat, mostly from Russia. Um, and all the movies in the 80s, there's this scene where it's the two dudes that put their key into the into the nuclear missile silo and they both have to turn it at the same time. So you can't you and and the, the keys are located far enough apart. Same guy can't turn both keys. And I'm thinking this is a good fail safe to prevent nuclear holocaust in the globe. Um, but you know what? We could bring this idea to the millions of Americans who are trying to eat healthy every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and my idea is called the accountability fridge. So there's <laughs> There's a already. There's there's your general refrigerator. That's where mm-hmm. you keep your vegetables, your milk, your your lean proteins. Mm-hmm. Those are all accessible at any time. If you need some, you got it. You don't have to have a friend. But then you've got your your drawer, and that's where the Hagen Doss lives, mm-hmm. and that's where the uh, the items that maybe would tempt you uh, late at night. And in order to get into those, whoever your accountability partner is, I don't know if it's a key, maybe we've advanced to to more of a biometric uh, yes. security feature, but you're going to need two people to unlock that compartment. So accountability fridge, I think it would help people. It's a healthy idea. Yeah. Uh, I think Americans could get behind this. What do you say? This is great. I think, uh, you know, there's, there's uh, like... There's there's something like that on your on your phones these days. Chad's probably had a sponsorship for him because you know Christian influencer. But like you know something with like, hey, what are you looking at on your on yes. your phone? Like, hey, if you're trying to go to YouTube, somebody else, you know, one of your buddies has to give you the password to get in there or whatever. You know, I think same thing here. Like, it's like a Wi-Fi connected fridge to where you know if you're trying to get in the freezer drawer, like, no, you don't need too much from the freezer. You know, if you're trying to eat healthy, you're Speak trying for to eat yourself. Fresh. You know, <laughs> you're trying to eat the fresh stuff. You go down to the freezer section. You're you're uh, you're trying to eat some ice cream or something nice. I also think maybe we should expand a little bit deeper than that because a lot of my unhealthy habits come from me driving to get something somewhere outside the house. Yes. And so mm. you know, we talked about you talked about earlier like two keys. I think there just literally needs to be a second key somewhere in you know whether or not it's accountability from somebody else or maybe it's just a scavenger hunt to find the key that makes you work and exercise in order to get it. And oh. so A, you're you're burning off some calories to get the key. B, does it really is it really worth it to find this key? You know, and maybe it's not an actual legit key. Maybe it's like a Pokemon Go situation where <clears throat> you're just traveling around geo locations until you find something. Um oh. so you, you kind of want you kind of want 
basically a it's like if you get a DUI and you have to blow a breathalyzer in your car right, to drive. Right. You want basically Taco Bell to be I mean they've already kind of done this for you, right? Cuz they put a t- I, I'm guessing right now you're about 1.5 miles from a Taco Bell. And oh, so right. you could yeah. just go run to a Chalupa and run back. But yeah. you don't want to do that. No, of course not. If if you're going for a Chalupa, you're not going for a run. Like there's there's they're not you know ex- like inclusive together they're mutually how about exclusive. a cheesy gordita crunch i think those people are a little bit healthier you know <laughs> yeah. and I, I switched the chicken i upgrade the chicken yeah. <clears throat> light yeah, sour cream chicken. and then mm-hmm. i add extra lettuce and tomato so i'm, a- I'm basically eating a salad that just has a bit of extra stuff chips. yeah 100 okay if it's cool i would love to piggyback off this idea and how brad already piggybacked off of it so just to put into your mind if you're not watching on youtube imagine mark and then imagine Brad on top of Mark, and then imagine me on top of Brad, all piggybacking right now. So my idea is, it kind of it feels very similar. One of the ideas is called scared straight, but for people in business who basically it's showing them the chief end of their actions. So it's basically, you know how they do that thing, that TV show where they'll put like hoodlum kids or whatever into this jail and they'll try to convince them like, hey, you don't want to go down this life path, right? But what if it's for fast food? What What if it's for struggling with lust? What if it's for all these different struggles where you have this drill sergeant or whoever it is coming screaming your face, showing you the chief end of what your decisions will will lead you to? I think that's a good word. I thought you were going to go, I mean, drill sergeant would terrify me. I think that's a great idea. Like <laughs> every time you open up, like, cause then it becomes like a Pavlovian response where you think every time I open up, you know, the ice cream pail, pail, I don't know, the ice cream bucket, <laughs> whatever was ice cream come in the container. Uh, every time you open that up, you, you feel a little bit like somebody's going to scream at you. Even if they don't every time, I think that's, that's the key is like, the drill sergeant can't always be there. You never know when the drill sergeant's coming. Yes, mystery. So it's 200 bucks thought, a month. Go ahead. Yeah. I thought you were going AI. Like when, I, when I'm when i approaching the Taco Bell, my, my car smart screen goes, uh-oh, we know what's happening right now and shows me a picture of me just like with an extra 45 pounds yeah. mm-hmm. or maybe like a small video clip. I mean, we're going to get to to funerals in a minute, but a small video clip of my funeral because I've made this bad decision enough times that I finally had the Widowmaker hit me. I don't sure. know. Yeah. yeah. All it takes is like, hey, FYI, if you do this enough times, you'll, you're going to die at 65. If you don't yeah. do this and go home, you're going to die at 88. And you're or, like, okay, let's go home. Or if we want to add some comedy to it, this is another piggyback. So just add another another chat on top of the other chat. This is called the the pocket accountability. So it's basically this this device, almost like an Apple AirTag that you keep in your pocket, and it'll track you if you're going to things you shouldn't be going to. And then if you fall into one of those things, say like you want to avoid the fast food or whatever it may be, you have to do a dare that your friends and family have set up for you. So now you have skin in the game. And so basically people can be aware via accountability, fridge or partner or whatever it is. And you have to do what they're telling you to do because you, you have fallen into the abyss. I like it. I think, I think accountability fridge really could be an entire tech empire of, (laughs) of software. I, I, I'm going to kick it to Brad because I want to hear his first, uh, his first swing here, but I will make a request of you guys because this is this is a family friendly show and 
I was pretty nervous there, Chad, because you teed it up as first asking everyone to envision us on top of each other and then (laughs) announcing. Then you announced that the name of your idea was Scared Straight. Yeah, I I, I thought you were going somewhere different with straight. What uh, is that TV show called? What's it called? Oh, I think it is. I think it is called that, but I'm just saying. I don't think that's what anybody had in their mind when we launched into that one. So anyways, I think Brad uh, coming coming to you from Kansas City, his first at bat. And, uh, oh, my hey. Lord. <laughs> Let's hear what you got. <laughs> that's pretty good, right? That's good. We, I told you. Beforehand, yeah. we said we were going to try to use the, the ballpark uh, sound effect at least twice. So that's there you go, once. Okay, uh, my first one, uh, we're just going to call it I don't know if I'm going to call it season's greetings or season's beatings. I don't know yet. Um, Chad, don't get. Wait, don't, how come I get through. flagged? Cause it's cause yours is different. Just trust me. Uh, no, this is a, I mean, we're, you know, I, I'm, I have exercise on the brain on the mind and this is a boxing or kickboxing club. Uh, but seasonally uh, at the end, you know, you train and you go to this boxing club, but seasonally at the end of each season, you get to fight someone that represents that season. And so um, let's say February 14th, uh, you know, you've been going to the boxing club for, you know, six weeks at this point, started in January, New Year's resolutions, February 14th rolls around, here comes Cupid and you get to fight Cupid one-on-one. You get to box Cupid. And then, you know, March comes around, you get a box of leprechaun. And then <clears> July, <throat> Uncle Sam comes in the room. And then, you Oh, know, so these are like fight. cartoon characters? No, I mean, it. no, I mean, they're in costume. They're, they're people in costume that are trained to know how to, how to fight you and you get to go one-on-one with them. And it's kind of like your prize. And it's like something to motivate you because if you lose, you, you get to be made fun of like, Hey, you lost in a fight to Cupid. I thought it was going to be more personalized. Like this was a really hard season at work. So we're going to let you fight your boss, just beat him down. Just like you get to customize the character. Totally. Like I don't hate that either. You're, you know, you're, your dad had an affair and so we're going to bring in and you're going to yeah, like fight this dark. lady. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Too dark. I, I mean, it's up to you, man. I guess that's your, uh, I don't know if it's that much less dark to be fighting Santa, you know, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Who would definitely be the one like December 22nd, like right before Christmas break, it's time for St. Nick to come in there and put the gloves on, you know, um, you could fight a tree for Arbor day, you know, all the different <laughs> seasons. I'm just trying to think of all, you know, a turkey guy dressed up as a turkey for Thanksgiving pumpkin, you know, but I do like the idea of like, man, this boss just fired me, uh, as part of, you know, my severance package, <laughs> you get a membership to seasons beatings and you seasons get seasons beating. Yeah. I mean, cause what, what makes a boxer just dedicate their entire life to the craft for months right. and a training camp? It's because they know I'm going to fight this person and yeah. it's going to be on tv and everybody's gonna see it. i mean i think if you could say hey your third grade teacher who humiliated you in front of the classroom when when you wet your pants back in third grade we've got him and he's coming <laughs> back in and you're gonna have a chance to beat him down but he's training too so yeah good luck yeah. Hmm. I, I just think there's something there that would keep me keep me going you know and you have to earn your right to fight that person like you'd have to be like hey you have to come on average five and a half days a week for the next six weeks or something like that. You know, you don't get many days off. Season's beatings. Season's beatings. I mean, you, your, your thing on the, the, 
hey, where we got, we could fight the boss, for example. It kind of made me think of one of the services that I'm planning to roll out uh, in the first quarter of 2024. Um, And, you know, I don't know about you, Brad, but Chad, you've done a little acting, right? I've, I've, I've definitely, well, I've done a lot of reacting. Oh, well, (laughs) acting is reacting. Anyways, I think you'd be, you'd be a potential early hire for this business. It's, uh, it's called funeral thespians. Um, and the idea of funeral thespians, I first thought of it because I was like, man, when I die, it would be super fun if, you know how people like they go and they prepay things before they die. So they've prepaid for their casket. They don't want their kids to have to handle that. We even talked about that here on the Abraham's wallet podcast that sometimes, you know, you might want to plan for some end of life expenses. Um, Well, people, people buy themselves a plot in a cemetery, all that stuff. This is in that vein. It's something that you would prearrange before your own death. And for me, for example, I would like, four Italian men to show up in dark suits with a bottle of Sambuca and just walk up to my open casket, pour a little out and say something like, we're really going to miss you boss. And then they do it in earshot of my wife and kids and then they leave and no one ever sees them again. No one knows who they are. And I just, I want that kind of question mark to be in my, my family's brain. Uh, Like, man, dad was really into some stuff and we didn't, we didn't know. Yeah, like um, you, you die at 77 years old and you have some like, you know, cougar of a 42-year-old smoke show come up and just cry and be like, oh, life won't be the same without you. And well, like, if that's what you that? want to be remembered as, Brad, then go for it. I, I don't know. I wouldn't hate it. <laughs> I like the variety but, of this because I feel like you could either have like the quartet of like the four Italian guys or you could have the the kind of lonely person that's standing kind of behind a tree, John Wick style you know, who's kind of has an umbrella, even though it's not raining and then it adds to the mystery. So there's different price ranges for different amounts. I feel like, Oh my gosh. Imagine there's like extra children there. Like in the, in the, in the same thing of what Brad was saying, there's like 14 extra kids with a woman who's just weeping. Yeah. Or you get, you get like uh, you get, you get, yeah, you recruit 14 kids that look very similar to you. Like, (laughs) and it's like, what, how, who are these kids? You know, I've never seen these kids in my life. They are very distraught about this guy dying. Well, Brad, that's, that's the, the flip side of this business is very few people really have the desire to be remembered as someone who operated with a, a secret life, right? Um, but getting back to the boss that you don't like so much, mm-hmm. maybe he was just a jerk to you and you want to get that final, that yes. final you know, jab in late yeah, in life, in the, yeah. I guess not late in life after life. And you, uh, you hire a second family to show up and they just stand up halfway through the service. Some woman screams out like, even though you had never acknowledged us, we love you. And then they all leave and everybody's just sitting there, not sure what to do. So second family, that's one of the services that funeral thespians offers. I like that. I like the idea of, yeah, maybe turning it on somebody else. Like you're saying that's, that's better than me pretending like I was adulterous against my wife. Yeah. That's yeah. Not- yeah. <clears throat> so okay. it, it could yeah, also right. be really good because you know, there, there are people who maybe don't have such an expansive community like Mark does. And maybe this would just give them peace of mind knowing that there won't be an empty chair uh, or a dry face at their funeral by just hiring just a group party of people 
the come mourned or death of someone they've never met. And so professional criers. Yeah. You know, I think there's a lot of room here. Um, this, this has legs, this has real legs for this one. (laughs) And I just want to say anyone listening to this podcast, at least my ideas, they're available. You can take them and run with them. So if anybody wants to start funeral thespians, I might even be an early investor. I don't know. But the caveat is that you take 10% of whatever it is, right? Um, that's not a bad idea, Brad. No. Yeah, just 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 say it just in case. Like yeah, okay. Ten yeah, percent of any it, idea. Yeah. Who, yeah, whoever brought up ten percent, everyone else two and a half percent. So it's fifteen percent to us. You go, you guys take the you know, lion's share of eighty five percent. I think right. I think that way, just in case they become billionaires, we'll get a little thing. We'll, yes, we'll I, I like that. Yeah. Back to the back to the bag, guys. What do you got? Okay. So I have one that as you all know. Everything comes at a cost, okay? Everyone has a price. Tori and I wanted to keep our dream home, but someone made us an offer that we can't refuse, okay? Mm-hmm. We're all aware of that, okay? And maybe the cost is really high or maybe it's really low, depending on what your number is. So I've created a company called GoFriendMe. And it's basically a way where people can donate money to get you to do things that your friends want you to do. And that can be deep stuff like go to rehab or it can be fun stuff like to go jump out of an airplane with a parachute. It can be really anything, but it's similar to GoFundMe, but it's GoFriendMe. And basically it's a way to get your friends to get you to do stuff that maybe you do or don't want to do. So you're saying like, if they raise enough money, I'll do it. Kind of yes. Thing. Everyone has a price. So for yeah, example, how, mu- how much would it cost you to go skydiving? Ooh, yeah. I would I'm do not that. interested. Yes, but but for the right amount of money, you would. Of course, of course. What's what's the number? What's the but number? Are my friends sitting around wanting me to go skydiving? Well, Maybe. you never know. According to you, they are. If I mean, this makes interested. me think the worst possible user for this platform. My brother-in-law, we know him <laughs> in the family. We know him as Uncle Joe, and he is notorious for underpricing himself on proposition <laughs> bets. So you're like. We were playing poker and there was a, a jar of the hottest hot sauce known to man. And people like dipped a little tiny corner of a chip in it. And we're like, wow, that hurts so bad. It's awful. And I was like, Joe, how much to drink the whole bottle? No. And he's like, it would cost so much. It, I mean, it. everyone at the table would have to throw in two bucks. What? No way. And immediately, everyone at the table throws in two bucks and he drinks the bottle and then suffers for days. For but days? But Joe would be in trouble with with your app because uh, I feel like that's the use case I want for that is is to make my friends do things that would would amuse me. Well, but I think I think that might be a helpful thing for Joe because it sounds like Joe has a bit of an issue with this with and his I think identity or self worth. The first time you're not gonna learn the second time, <laughs> but eventually he's going to figure out. Okay. I need to value myself better. And all of a sudden, you're teaching business principles to Joe. Joe's a better businessman. Our economy is better in America. Yes. And therefore, America is stronger than it's ever been because of GoFriendMe. GoFriendMe. Put America first. Download think, GoFriendMe. Yeah, this is brought to you by Good Ranchers. That's right. <laughs> uh, no, uh, GRKC is our promo code for Good Ranchers, just FYI. Um, <laughs> $25 off your first box. Um no, what was I getting? Oh, just, my wife. Yeah, you a, uh, a promo <laughs> into this. Um, yeah, uh, my wife. I mean, ever since we've been married, she's she loves cats. 
She's always like, oh, I want a cat. And like anything else in life, I will be open to maybe, but I've always just been like, we are not getting a cat. But like you're saying, Chad, there is a price. Like if someone raised, I don't know how much money, 50 400, grand. 400,000. Oh. Oh, 50 grand. I'm not, I'm not that rich. You know, Mark doesn't know my finances that well yet. And so, you know, but like if somebody gave me 50 grand, I could live with a cat. You know what I mean? Um, and, and so I think there's always a price. I think that's a great idea. I mean, it's that great. an annual recurring fee or just a one time. Uh, I was just thinking one time, I think. Oh, wow. But I mean, how long, maybe there should be some stipulations in the contract. Like I have to let the cat, I, I can't knowingly kill the cat in a year kind of thing, <laughs> you know? So I, I can't just like not give it food. Is it cool if I hit you guys uh, with a, a quick idea? Can I hit you with a quick, quick one? Quick hit. So you We're know ready. now that Apple has this thing called Focus, right? Where you can do not disturb, sleeping, working out, working, whatever, right? What if we had an hologram that basically shot up above our head through like maybe like a little yarmulke or something, right? And it gave <laughs> us our current focus status so that people knew whether to approach us or not. So you're trying to make the whole world Jewish is what you're trying to say. <laughs> well, I mean, it's what integrated. <laughs> Maybe like a size thing, like every Saturday they could put it up there forever. No. Yeah. Um, Sabbath. I like that. <laughs> Some kind of just like symbolic. Yeah. Hey, I'm please respectfully. I don't want to talk to you right now. I mean, this is I a do see not this. disturb sign for the body. Yeah. yeah. And think about it. Get on an airplane, you sit down and you already have like either your movie downloaded or your book ready, or maybe you want to get some Z's in. Right. And then that person sits down to you, that person sits down next to you and they're so ready to talk about their grandkids. I'm not knocking that person. However, if I had my do yeah. not disturb sign on, I'm closed. I'm not open. You know, would it, would it work just like your, your phone where it's like, if it's an emergency, call twice yeah. and then it'll it'll get yeah. through the second Yeah, you can time. have different settings and you can allow different people. So it's a hologram that can be adaptive to other people that are in your vicinity. So my wife, even if I put my phone on do not disturb, she can call and it comes through. So, you know, you have availability there. Man. How would, you, how would your wife, you know, contact you if she wanted to disturb you? Well, she she never disturbs me. I'm just kidding. Um, I think I would undercut that idea. I don't think it needs to be a hologram. I think it's just like kind of something in your uh, hotel room or something you put on the doorknob. You just get a necklace like that that just says, uh, you know, and you can turn it at some point. So maybe oh. like once you wake up from your nap on an airplane, it's like, I'm ready to talk about your grandkids now. You turn it from, you know, sleeping, please don't interrupt to, um, you know, whatever. It's like that Brazilian Clean. steakhouse where you can either have it on red or green. You know, mine stays on exactly. green, by the way. Uh, <laughs> oh, you need a you need an accountability partner at that steakhouse. Maybe really turn do. turn the keys. Um, okay, <laughs> what about, I got a quick quick idea here. Let's hear it. Um, I don't know if you guys can relate to this. Tell me if if you do or not. But my dad uh, and I feel like most dads out there like always have holes in his socks. Yes, you got your guys like like it's like why why are you still wearing those socks like. Surely you have other socks that don't have holes. Why are you wearing the, you know, every single Sunday growing up, we'd be watching football. I look over and my dad's got holes all in his socks. I think there might be something there with the older you get, the more dad you get, the more you actually enjoy whole socks with holes in them. So I think we should just pre-make socks that purposely have holes in them and call them holy mm. socks. Holy socks. They're my church like socks. Like a fashion trend? Like holy I jeans? Know. I don't think it has to be a fashion trend. I think it's more of a comfort thing. Where it's just like, no, no, you wouldn't be able to see the holes until until somebody takes off their shoes. But it just seems like dads who 
somehow fall asleep and ha- are more comfortable in random situations more than anybody. You know, they have figured out comfort and they've figured out how to take naps well. And it's because of these holy socks. And maybe we're all missing out because we're not yeah. taking advantage of these. Holy yeah, socks. I think it's great because you're saving on materials. So we're fighting global warming, which is great. So yep. I think I think there's I think there's real feet to this one. Holy socks, one percent for the planet. I like it. <laughs> um, okay, holy socks, not holy planets. Um, I've got I've got a couple that they I think that they might even go well together. I'm going to skip youth sports betting. Uh, it's something that we've talked a lot about, but um, just know like- that there's some some half baked ideas around the concept of being able to gamble on sports. And I was kicking that idea around, and that's kind of how I came to what I'm going to present to you, uh, which is called Youth Sports Ringer. Now, I've I've had kids who play soccer in that like four, five, and six year old age range, and the 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 thing that you'll notice about that age range of soccer, it's the dust cloud that just follows the ball around. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter how athletic your kid is, there's no there's no soccer happening. There's there's just kids running after the ball and what what i've noticed is that one kid who has any sense of what they should be doing completely changes the game um so that's a that's a fact the other fact is they're very very lax at this level about checking rosters making sure that the kids that are showing up for that team in that jersey actually belong to that team okay ain't nobody gonna notice if we bring in youth sports ringer which let's say that your your six-year-old hasn't won a game all year well you might want to hire youth sports ringer and blow Uh out that other team's 17 to 0 build everyone's confidence make your kid Mm -hmm. feel better um and youth sports ringer you know it's a six-year-old so they're not going to cost that much money just bring them in they play one game everybody maybe maybe it even changes the career trajectory for your six-year-old when it comes to soccer and and maybe you could convince you know, cause, cause is this ringer eight years old sometimes nine years old? Um, yeah. Thinking? So I think we got to stay, we got to stay a little bit under the radar. We don't want to bring in a, a five foot eight, you know, six year old. So, Dominican. um, remember him? He's from that's the, Dominican. the thing is, uh, <laughs> yeah. you guys as kids are, are kind of one age level below the sports zone at this point. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. My oldest so, is six. Yeah. So, it doesn't even take an eight-year-old at that level. It just takes a really, uh, a really with it six-year-old, and yeah. we're in business. So I, I think we just we get some of these six-year-olds under contract. You know, it's a one-year deal, non-guaranteed. So if they get injured, we're not out for it. Um, yeah. And and you know, I love they, what you're they saying. Show up. I was just going to say, do you offer incentives to this ringer? Say, hey, if you score five goals this game, you know, you get an extra five bucks. Or you get a Snickers bar at the end of it. Or, Cheese fries. You know, yeah, I whatever think it, it may be. It's a good question, but it's the type of question that a dad who hasn't seen what the effects of a real ringer in a you know pre-kindergarten soccer game looks like. Because okay. I'm telling you, you put one of these kids in that game, you're going to have to bribe them not to score 10 because they're really? going to romp the other team. Um <laughs> people who are hiring youth sports ringer have already tried bribing their own kids. I promise you that. Well, so maybe that's, maybe that's the angle we take then is say, Hey, you can score as many goals as you want, but you get more money. If you can also help 
You got to make sure you, oh. you got to make sure my kid gets, and then you, all of a sudden you're pooling the entire parent of like parent. Pool. I love the bonus mm-hmm. structure where it's like you tell little Susie, "Hey, I just want you to stand in the goal, and Ringer over there is going to deliver it to you, and you just stand there and kick, and he will put it in front of you at some point during the game, and you will score." The old Benny the Jet, like, "Hey, just put your glove up there and wait," you know, kind of thing for Scott Smalls. <clears throat> he catches the ball, and all of a sudden, Scott Smalls can play baseball. You know, all of a sudden, little Susie is the next Mia Ham. Mark, I think we can expand your idea to offer almost like the thespian actors where it doesn't have to be just a ringer just for sports. It can Ooh. be someone to help build their confidence in another area of life. Maybe they're struggling in, or mm. if like someone needs a good grade on a test to feel smart or someone needs to feel like they can uh, be attractive to somebody, whatever that may be, we can expand this to be just like ringers in general. I like this adult, adult ringers. Yeah. I yes. mean, Honestly, if I had somebody that showed up at my pickup basketball game on Wednesday mornings and could find a way to, you know, allow me to score 12 points, I'd probably walk away. I'd come home that day. I'd be like, babe, I don't know what happened today, but I think I think that (laughs) where's this going? I turned a corner. You know, I go to the gym and the ringer has secretly replaced the 45 pound plates with plates that say 45 pounds but they weigh 25 pounds yeah and yeah. i'm like babe i squatted 500 pounds today and it was really great yeah it's the placebo effect it's a real thing because i mean when you're playing basketball and if when your <gasps> first shot goes in there's something there's something magical that happens the rest let's of the call game. it placebo bros right okay so it's basically placebos <laughs> but it's bros it's the bros that are helping bros I like that. Wow. I do. Yeah, Brad, there is something magical when your first shot goes in, and my compatriots who play with me know that the worst thing that can happen to them is that my first shot goes in. Because <laughs> then, like the blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. I become irrational confidence man for the rest of the game, and it's just like, I got this from 40 feet, no problem. <laughs> Heat check, yeah. That's amazing. I love that. I like uh, that one. Okay, I, got, I got another one here. Um you guys want, well, let's, let's kind of stay on that same thespian idea, you know, kind of thing. I call this one tool plant. Um, so essentially, you know, let's say that you are a, you know, you are a single male wanting to gain the attention, the affections of a nice female. Uh, you can either, this can be on demand or this could be planned uh, out in advance. But basically you have a guy act like a tool, act like a jerk, come into a situation and either hit on her, hit on, you know, make some scene at the restaurant you're in, whatever. And you can come up and be the hero. And all of a sudden you're attractive to this woman because of tool plant. I like it. Yeah. Do you get to choose like spiciness level? Kind of <laughs> like we talked about at uh, yeah. felony land that I, I think so. I think it's like, Hey, for the right amount of money, you can get in physical altercation with this guy. But you got to also read the woman. Like, is that going to be attractive to her? Or is that going to be like, whoa, this other guy's kind of unhinged. He can't just like talk yeah. him down with his words. Yeah, like just to <clears> tell <throat> him off, that's that's $100. But for, for you know, 2500 bucks, he's wearing a bulletproof vest and you can actually shoot him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I, I think this is, this is great because it can also extend to like saving someone's life or maybe you're performing CPR in somebody or you save a, a dog who's well-trained from getting hit by a car. Yes. Like this could be really anything. Even like there could be someone falling out of a window that you catch, 
but they secretly have a harness that the person can't see. Oh, okay. I was um, going to say, that's a old, that's a high yeah, risk. But of course, different prices, right? I think that this is a great idea. Okay. Yeah. It, it, I think it's like anything, you know, Chad, was it you um, that pitched when we, we first had this conversation? I kind of want you to go here, but that pitched um, Airbnb for other people's lives. Yes, yes, absolutely. Because that's another one that I can envision certain lives that they, they might be $25 fees and others that are, you know, 15 million. So yeah. give, give us a little, a little insight <clears throat> into what that half-baked idea was. Absolutely. So we all have wonders about what could have been, what maybe should have been. I wanted to play professional football. I got in a bad accident whenever I was 14. The doctor Sklenica walked in and he said, you're not going to play sports anymore. Broke my heart. I had Emmett Smith painted on my wall in those years of my life, right? So just want you guys to know that was my dream and my dreams were ripped away from me, but maybe they weren't ripped away forever because now you can Airbnb someone else's life for a day, a week, maybe football Sunday, whatever that may be, where for the right price, maybe it's a musician. You want to be on stage, you're a Swifty, and you want to experience what she likes to experience. Or maybe you want to date Travis Kelsey. Who knows, right? The point of it all is, is that for the right price, you can experience what that stardom could have or maybe should have been in your own life. I feel like this is a perfect compliment to Scared Straight. So like, <laughs> yes. if Brad... If Brad got it in his brain that he might want to date Travis Kelsey, he could have the scared straight <laughs> pop up that goes, this is what's going to happen to your life if you do this. You don't believe me? Experience it real fast. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Um, go ahead. I love this. I, I got to I gotta poke though. Like you taking somebody else's life. Like I was trying to think through this and think, Almost all of these circumstances, I think about the horrible side effects. Uh, you know, some of them are probably manageable. Like you actually end up on the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, that goes really poorly for Brad over here, who loves the Kansas City Chiefs, and is <laughs> right. like, "Why is our All Pro yeah. tight end being replaced by by <laughs> Chad Masters?" Yeah. Uh, but nobody gets hurt. But let's say you rent a heart surgeon's life for a day. That could go really badly for somebody. So how do you yeah. manage the externalities here? Well, I think there's a PR side of it where a certain percentage of the proceeds go to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. So it's charitable. Okay. <laughs> so it's, listen, wh who's going to get mad at someone throwing money at a charity, helping a kid have a last wish, right? Like who who's going to get mad at that? I also know that there's... Um, medical malpractice insurance that we could look into, right? We can look into some of those, but again, it comes with the right price. Maybe you're not the surgeon. Maybe there's some parameters there. Maybe you're just in the OR and you're like helping give the right tools to the surgeon. Who knows? I think we can come up with some boundaries for certain things. Maybe you're just on stage with Taylor Swift, or maybe you're third wheeling on the date with Travis Kelsey. Who knows? Okay. That's not, that's not a bad thought of like, just like, Hey, the surgeon's still there. He's walking you through it, but you're ultimately the one, you know, making the incision. Yeah. And he makes all the, all the noises of like operator, like, you know, like where he, you know, when you're about to mess up. Yeah. And part of the deal is that everybody calls him nurse that day and they call you doctor. <laughs> yes. Like there's something to like, just the, the word doctor there. Yeah. Well, yeah. What, what would you guys, if this existed, tell me the life that, the first rental that you're going to go ahead and execute on this one. Mm. Who do you want to be? And 
let's assume that if you choose Taylor Swift, that's that's your fifteen million dollar option. So that one might be a little out of out I'm of reach. Like, so when you rent this, hypothetically, do you inherit the abilities of these people, or is it still- no? It's you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm like, I would love to be LeBron James for a day, but you know, I'm I'm not gonna because then I couldn't. You know, if if I had LeBron's powers, like yeah. I would love to play professional. I don't know. Um, I, I'll say this, I'll say this. If, if it were a realistic budget for me, like something where, I mean, it's going to cost me, but something I could swing. I think personally, it would be cool to do some type of Yellowstone rancher, like not from the show, but I, I guess they call them dude camps, right? It would be really interesting for me. Dude to, ranch, dude, dude. Yeah. Ranch. It, or yeah, it's whatever it is. And it would be interesting to be plucked out of our own little world and to be to experience what it's like to live on a on a on a ranch. And I guess I guess there's already a thing for that. But aren't they really expensive anyways? I think I it depends know. on the dude ranch. Yeah. yeah. If if it's okay, I would love to pitch another quick idea. Please. Well, so before go, you go, ahead, go there, go I do want to know, Brad. Yes. You got the world at your fingertips. Mm-hmm. Everybody yeah. is available on Airbnb me. Um, <laughs> That's who are so you renting? Good. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I mean, cause you're, you're right. The, the repercussions of a, I mean, I'm from Kansas city, the, the king of Kansas city right now, everyone's talking about Kelsey and T Swift, but like Patrick Mahomes is the man. And I think it'd be so fun to just, I don't think I want a whole game of Patrick Mahomes though. I think Maybe if I could rent him from like, you know, we're already up by 30 points in the fourth quarter. If I could be the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs for one quarter when the game seems like it's pretty much sealed up, but I still get to throw the ball like 14, 15 times, I think that would be a blast. Man, you guys <laughs> went so so big there. I'm thinking more like the everyday jobs that I want to try out. Um, so like for me... I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be the judge, the county judge. I just want to yeah. hear guys give me their pitch, and I'm gonna make decisions mm-hmm. all day. I'm like, yeah, you're going to jail for 30 years, and they're like, this man was speeding by 10 miles an hour. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry. Um, I know it was I, my I, neighborhood. I, I, <laughs> uh, yeah. Whatever. So I don't like the way that guy that guy looked at me. So yeah, he's gone. Never yeah, gonna see him again. I I, I do cool. like this. I love the idea of saving someone's life. And so that's like, honestly, a dream of mine. I think I actually have done it one time. I'm not joking you. And so I think that if, if there could be a way where it's almost like a, like shooting fish in a barrel where I know I'm going to be able to do it and keep this person alive. Right. Where it's not like a heart surgeon type moment, but it's Uh like something, okay, I, I do feel capable of doing this. That would, I mean, talk about a boost to your morale. Maybe just like somebody who like purposely chokes on something and you have to give them the Heimlich. And now we're we're back. Let's see, bro. Wait, what'd you say? Now we're talking about the placebos. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's, it's it kind all of what, comes together. We get does. a placebo, we get a <laughs> tool plant, and we get um, Chad is is a police officer for the day, and we're making this happen. Yeah. <laughs> do, do we have time for another pitch? Oh, I got to give you at least one more. So yes. Oh. Well, so I, I have one that I thought was actually a really good idea, but you wanted half-baked, not like, you know, more than that. So okay. can, can I give the quick one that I think is a good idea and then go to the other one? Okay. <laughs> I, okay. I love the idea of this one that you think is a good idea actually being like the one that's the worst and like 
not going to have any kind of legs. So whenever I think of ideas, I think to myself, what would make my life easier? That's genuinely what I ask. Like, what do I need in my life to make things easier? And I think it could be so cool if there is a, a company called House Call, which is basically a healthcare concierge that schedules all your annual stuff, your, your eye doctor, your dermatologist, your physical, your dental cleaning, all that stuff to come to your house for this on the same day and you get it all knocked out in one go. That way you're not driving anywhere. You're not waiting any lines. You don't have weird people looking at you. And I think that house call could be a great business idea. That's pretty See, good. This, actually. this strikes me still as, as the, the ramblings of a young man who hasn't yet experienced the joys of medical care later in life. Like <laughs> I don't want my teeth cleaned. What well, actually hang on. I, I might be taking it all back. I might want my teeth cleaned while I'm getting a colonoscopy. So um, <laughs> if they can knock things out like that, maybe they snow yes. me for, for half the day. I'm just out. And yes. when I wake up, everything has been taken care of. I, I'm in, I, I reverse my. <laughs> yeah. I hear what you're saying though. It's like, those are not fun. So why do them all in the same day? But at the same time, Hey, you get, you get them all out of the way. Have you had a colonoscopy yet, Mark? You're not that old. No, but I think I'm coming. I think I'm coming up on that that time when they start making you do it. Right. I know. <laughs> I have had I have had cavities, which never happened to me until I got old. Oh, really? I don't want that to. I don't want. I don't want like my teeth drilled on the same day that I get a prostate exam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, or do you? You know, it's one of those things. Just knock it out. Well, if I ever express that desire, I hope that you would. Uh, activate the scared straight experience <laughs> for me. Um, okay, Brad, what, what now, else you got? Um, I got one called. Let's see. How about? I mean, it's a simple one. It's just your blank friend, um, and it's just you. Just hire out somebody who knows something that you don't to go somewhere with you and act like your friend in that situation. Whether it's your mechanic friend, your political friend, your golf buddy friend, your Catholic friend, your workout friend, whatever it is, you bring that person to the situations where like Catholic weddings, every time I go to a Catholic wedding, I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing here. Am I supposed to be kneeling? Am I supposed to be drinking? Whatever. Mm -hmm. And you had that Catholic guy with you to just say like, go ahead and get down, get on your knees and, you know, say these things like, you know, your political friend or somebody that's just going to like boost you up and make you look good though. Like your golf friend that's like, yeah, he actually shot, you know, a 78 the other day, you know, and I, but I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I should be golfing today. So I'm just going to let him golf for me. And you know, he's really <laughs> good. But, but at, the, at the same time, like, he's like, man, if you were out here, you'd be, you'd be whooping us all, man. I don't know. Just something to like kind of boost you up. He's a hype you know? man. Yeah. He's a hype man. Yeah. He has knowledge that you don't have. He goes to the mechanic or even like, I don't know if you guys have ever been to like advanced auto parts or anything like that, but I am not comfortable in a store like that. But if I had a mechanic friend with me, that's just like, Hey, we need a carburetor for an O three Chevy on this thing and V six 3.2. Okay, cool. And all of a sudden you get respect from those people that you didn't have yeah. before. Yeah. Um, I like this a lot. Chad, give us, you, you had a, a full baked idea and a half baked <clears throat> idea. Give us your half baked and then I'm going to try to bring us home. Okay, so this idea was uh, born because my wife has bad dreams and it really upsets her. Okay, so there's some realness there, right? So this one is called Nightmare No More. 
And so there is a company, it, it, we've all seen Inception. We understand, is this a dream or is this reality? What's happening here? Maybe you've seen The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, where it also has that feeling, is he dreaming or is this reality as it gets later on in the movie? So this, this company comes into your home and puts you with all the electrolysis stuff and they can catch you when you're in your REM sleep and they can start to manipulate your dreams to fit what it is that you want to experience, whether that's flying or playing uh, chess with your grandpa. I don't know, but basically okay. it will help you stay away from those nightmares. So you got somebody literally like standing there while you are sitting there while you sleep for eight hours. Uh, you know, it's no different than having like a nurse. Like if you have assisted living, it's no different. That's exactly I, right. I have a few questions. The first, you said they put you on all the electrolysis. And I, I thought I knew what that word meant. And I just double checked on Google and I was right. It means uh, laser hair removal. So is that a part of this? Or did you just mean like that. electronic? First off, uh, stay away from my Google search history. Okay. I, I just literally I had to come up with a word there. Oh, okay. Um, so we're not going to be removing hair as a part of this deal. Uh, yeah. And secondly, I feel like a lot of your ideas, Chad, they come from this place of uh, of kind of the, the male modeling world that a lot of us just aren't familiar with, where it's totally normal to think about somebody standing next to you while you sleep and making <laughs> sure that you get appropriately restful and peaceful sleep. The rest of us, that's a foreign that's a foreign idea. So I appreciate right. you bringing that perspective to the Abraham's Wallet <laughs> podcast. I appreciate the call out there. Thanks for the okay. humble reminder. Especially like my wife, like it'd be one thing like I could, I could get on board. I don't think my wife would be nearly as comfortable with just, Hey, go ahead and get hooked up to this thing. And we're just going to make sure if, if, you know, I'm sure she doesn't have a nightmare every single night, but if she has a bad dream, one of these nights will be there for you. Yeah. I think it depends on the, the monitor, right? So like if I'm having a terrible dream and some goon that I don't know is standing over me looking at me when I wake up, that's worse. You just made it worse. <laughs> if I'm having a terrible dream well, the thing and is, I wake you don't up have and the bad dream because they catch it before mm -hmm. it starts. Well, as it's starting and then they shift it to where you become the hero. That's oh, they fun. can modify the dream. I thought they were just tapping you on the shoulder and being like, wake up, bro. Oh, no, no. So this is where they manipulate your dreams that can fit like, by the way, don't take this the wrong way, boys. It can fit your fantasies and fan not like in a weird way. But like, again, if you want to be flying or you want to save the day or whatever that may be, they can then manipulate it to where it's like, again, if you've seen Inception or The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, you can see dreams kind of become more of a reality. So people get to experience things that they dream about versus experience the harsh nightmares. Oh, I, I like that. And I think if, if we can just make it happen without them being in the room, if we can somehow electronically manipulate, you know, from even if it's, even if you have them in the guest room or something, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I think that's I think cool. Because then just, all of a sudden, if you wake up and you didn't have a dream, but you see some, you know, guy that's half bald sitting on a chair <laughs> next to your bed, you're just like, what's this guy been doing all night? You yeah. know? And that, I think we got to focus on the dream portion of it, less on the waking up portion. Because who right. knows? Maybe they dip out after your REM sleep, right? And then you you were no more the wiser. I just don't know. I think I'm still kind of in on the idea of like a collab between this business and, for example, 
if I knew that the Ghost Runners podcast was being recorded in my guest room while I was sleeping, and if I had a bad <laughs> dream, they were just gonna like say, "Come on in here and let's talk." Yeah, I'd be like yeah. almost excited if a bad dream started because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm gonna get to hang out with those funny guys. There so I don't know. Um, yeah, I think there's a low tech maybe a way to ease into this before we develop the technology to to manipulate mm. people's dreams. I receive that. Um. <laughs> Brad, do you have any more you want to get out before I bring us bring us down the home stretch? Not necessarily, especially if we have potentially chances to do it again. We can talk some more about other ones. So nothing that I'm like, I gotta say this one. Okay. Um, so I was thinking about the other day going to the airport and traveling, and I'm like, nobody enjoys getting to the airport and sitting at the gate. But I I mean, I'm not trying to make you guys feel bad about wherever you are in life at all, but I recently uh, obtained status on Delta Airlines, which granted me access into the Delta Sky Lounge. And I happen to live in one of the Delta hub cities. So the Sky Lounge, it's very, very nice. And it trans- Yeah, the mac and cheese. This, this amazing spot where I can sit and have a Manhattan in front of a fireplace uh, with some gentle music and a luxury leather recliner. It transformed something that previously I was like, I hate sitting and waiting for my flight. Now I get to the airport early (laughs) just to have extra time in the Sky Lounge. It's that big of a transformation. So my idea is mobile Sky Lounge. So there's definitely times when I have to sit somewhere and I'm like, this is going to be miserable. I'm going to be stuck for three hours. Let's say it's time to go to the DMV and I draw a number and I'm like, it's, it's going to be three hours before they call my number. Mobile Sky Lounge will come to you. They'll set you up a nice, comfortable chair. Uh, There's might be a little man in a vest with a, with a bow tie and he's going to shake you up a cocktail. He's going to have a little miniature buffet available for you. Um, he might even have a partition where there's like a little, maybe an electronic fireplace there for you. And you are going to transform any waiting experience into a luxurious lounge time. Um, you know, we can come to Jiffy Lube. You need 30 minutes of mobile Sky Lounge. We got you. Um, whatever you need, mobile Sky Lounge. You could even potentially that, that youth sports game that's, that's going so poorly because your kid can't freaking score the ball like maybe you just need to transform your sports watching experience you've got a luxury sky box right there at the soccer field mobile sky lounge this is great yeah that that's (laughs) that sounds how tell me more about the look of the mobility like for this game it's dropped by a drone yeah um, no, I mean, I, I think this one is imminently doable. We just got, we've got a trailer and we show up and I'm thinking, thinking like a luxury cubicle. So you're, you're separated from the people around you. Maybe there's those parents you don't want to talk to. You've, you've got your necklace on and you've flipped it to, <laughs> I'm uh, in Red. focus mode right now. Uh-huh. Um, and so I'm partitioned off. Uh, but we're not, these aren't, we don't need to manipulate your dreams to create this experience. This is all available with a, a nice lazy boy and a rolling bar cart. That's all we really need. Right. Yeah. I, I think it's, I think that's great. I think that, uh, I, I would definitely sign up for it. I mean, yeah. assuming it's not 
ridiculously expensive. But yeah, I've always heard about this Delta Sky Lounge, you know, mysterious place that I'll I'll never get there because we don't always fly Delta like it sounds like you do. And so, <clears throat> yeah, we just fly whatever's the cheapest. <laughs> so a fun little hack. If you get the American Express Platinum and you're flying Delta, you can get into the lounge unless they changed that recently. Until uh, February of 2025. That's true. But then okay. they're going to cut back. <laughs> they're How, cutting back. Yeah. I, I think there's something about the prestige of like, yeah, I'm the only one at this soccer game in the lounge right now. Yeah. You know? And then all of a sudden it becomes more competitive and the pricing goes up for it. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, he beat me to the lounge this week, you know, and, it's and a basically, lot of times, you know, those, those outdoor sporting events as a parent, like, or even I just remember as a younger brother going to my sister, it was freezing cold. And I mean, it just feels like the wind is whipping you around, but if you got a nice, you know, a nice drink with a fireplace and a, you know, leather hugging you with that, uh, you know, chair, I think it'd be amazing. I, I love this idea. I think there's a lot of franchising opportunities depending on the climate and geographic location. Um, and it can scale from someone just holding an umbrella for you all the way to being in some incredible like gaming lounge because you don't want to wait outside of the Black Friday deals. So you're in this beautiful cubicle Call of Duty all night, right? They can, it can yeah. scale. But one of my favorite parts about it is, is that on the outside of this cubicle, <clears throat> there are rolling ads so they can cut costs on how much it costs you and they can, they can charge the advertisers mm -hmm. of the rolling ads. So it's actually become a lot more affordable for you. Totally. I mean, that's, that's a perfect example is, you know, black, uh, whatever it's called black Friday. Is that the day when yeah. people wait outside? Perfect example of when you might want a Skylounge experience. And I think of even at professional sporting events, I don't know how we, we work this. Maybe maybe you buy a ticket for the wheelchair area where there's like space that you can kind of set your own scene up. But, yeah. uh, you know, the, the luxury boxes, that's kind of like flying first class. That's the nice experience that's available to the public. But there's a whole nother layer of luxury and it's called personal aviation. And Mobile Sky Lounge can bring that to wherever you are. So it's like, I don't need the luxury skybox. I've actually brought all the luxury in that yeah. only is available to me. So it's kind of like the private jet version of, uh, uh, of life for, for any experience that, that you might need it at. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you get to an Airbnb and it's terrible and you're like, I would like to relax for a couple hours. I'm going to, I'm going to get mobile Skylounge to come here and gussy this sucker up for a couple hours. Yeah. There's like an overnight mobile sky lounge. Oh, Isn't that just a luxury hotel, Chad? <laughs> it's a traveling hotel. The hotel that travels to you. <laughs> it could be like on wheels. You can call it an RV. Uh, All right. Okay. Well, <laughs> if you liked this content, be sure to like it and subscribe and share it with somebody. And remember, no matter how you're doing and leading your family, God's love for you is huge. And his grace is granted. Granted. Granted.